Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared. I'm joined, good. as always, by the two I'm people that good. I would love to have on my RPG party team. What did you fucking say? I'm good. I was just getting was, to the point. He was oh. getting in there early. <laughs> you try to get there early before Ben slides in. It's like, oh, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. You know, like like when you're about to give a presentation, like in school, and your section is coming up, but you're not sure when it's going to happen, and so you just have like <laughs> butterflies in your stomach, and you're just waiting. That's you what have it's that like every episode, every, every weekend. I'm like, good. Oh god. Oh no. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It's <laughs> like when you like when you first start a class, and they have to go around the room, and you have to like say two things that people don't know about you and your name or whatever, yeah, and you're watching exactly. it go like between each person. You're, <laughs> you're like, oh no, things? is it gonna is it gonna go to left to my table, or is it gonna go to a different table? I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. It's like when someone someone says something that you were planning to say, and it's like two people <sighs> before. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what do I say? You're like, I don't. Fuck, I, don't, like, I, don't I also like video games. I don't know what else about me. That's, I'm very shallow. I'm a very yeah. shallow person. You guys are doing well, though. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. That's good. I'm hungover. I feel okay. fantastic because uh, behind the curtains, you. I had COVID, so we didn't. For for you guys, it's been nothing, but we didn't record last week because I felt like I was dying. Um, but I feel 100 percent now, and I'm so happy that I'm not dying mm-hmm. anymore. It was not fun. Yeah. Don't recommend uh, getting COVID, people. It's not. Yeah. A good time. Not a good time. No. Too Don't much Rona. Too much Rona. If you don't know, this is your first episode. Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club slash audiobook style. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into individual sections, and then we'll come together each week and cover those sections specifically. If that sounds like something interesting to you, follow us on social media. You can find our, our link tree with all of our social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Am I missing any others? Discord? Discord's in there too. I always forget Discord. Um, you can find all that stuff in our link tree, which is anywhere you can find. Just Google Play Along Podcast and our podcast will show up now. We've did it. Mm-hmm. We've, yeah. we've pieced the SEO algorithm and they have gifted us with success. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if that sounds interesting, leave us a five-star review because it makes more people able to listen to our podcast and it makes us happy. And aren't you here to make us happy? <laughs> <laughs> that is that your soul existence listener yeah, to bring your, us your... fulfillment and joy yeah exactly um in the last episode i'm trying to remember what we even did oh yeah in the last episode we wrapped up the the 65 million bc section in search of the dream stone so we can put back together the masamune which the masamune mm-hmm. if you don't know is a very powerful ancient sword that we need to give to our frog friend but more yeah. importantly we were doing it to fix his damaged ego yeah he couldn't save the princess and he was like because i don't want to because the sword doesn't really do shit after Mm -hmm. a certain section in this game it's just uh just a just a normal sword yeah it's like what what am i if i cannot save princess it was not about the sword it's about the journey (laughs) it was about the friends we made along the way (laughs) the friends Uh, we made (laughs) along the way the frogs the weird unga bunga people See, it's about the it's about the friends that we made along the way. Yes, yes. and yeah. uh, so now we have the Dreamstone. We can head back to uh, six hundred AD, mm-hmm. and we can talk to Melquire and fix the Masamune. Melquire. I thought this was yeah. interesting because as we go in and talk to Melquire, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go downstairs and fix your sword." Oh, robot, come with me, and like the robot and him go down and start fixing it. It's like, how did you? How did you know how to fix this? 
How did you know he was a robot? How did you know he was a robot? This is 680. I don't know if they call him robot. Maybe he calls him Robo, which is technically his name. So they're referring to him okay. as his name, had, not what he is. I had Luca with me. Um, oh, and yeah. so I had Luca Amali. And Luca was like, oh, I'll come help you. Like, I have some minor smithing knowledge. And it's really well, weird. See, that, ma- that at least makes a little more sense. It's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've done a little bit. of I've dabbled here and there. Like, I, can't yeah. I mean, out. isn't her dad a blacksmith? Yeah. She like learns by proxy or some shit, but it's weird because they go downstairs and you're just kind of left chilling upstairs with whoever your other party member is. Here's me and Marley, like, yep. so uh, oh, saving the world, 16, huh? It's a, it's yeah. a crazy, it's a crazy time. Uh, what, are you, but, uh, what are you doing after this? Yeah, <laughs> I um, I went downstairs. Oh, immediately, and you can, I did the same you thing. can just kind of, yeah, you just kind of stand there and you watch. Uh, Mel Choir and in my case Luca mm. just doing random stuff reading books and hammering away at stuff it, it's again one of those sections of this game which we've seen now happens quite frequently where you're just kind of waiting you're kind of just sitting there you could interact with your second character which in our case was Robo or Mel Choir and they'll give you like little like nods here and there but it's really just waiting until like they're you're literally just watching them fix mm. the sword in real time like, okay, cool. I was just, I was curious to see. Um, oh no, you can't. It's literally. I was like, I wonder if you could just run off somewhere and grind in a location nearby. Oh, can you not even leave back. the house? Well, you can, but oh. so you can leave the house. Um, but it says uh, you won't be able to go inside Guardia Castle. So there's not much else you can do in the present because we're still technically the people who kidnapped princess nadia and then escaped through a time portal mm-hmm. i yeah. forgot about that and actually went into to- guardia castle totally forgot that was a thing and uh did you go into the castle no i didn't i went straight oh. to I, I just beelined it straight to fucking melquire's house i was like i'm not well, wasting so any I, time here i belled straight to melquire's house fixed the sword and then on the way back i was like oh let me go to the castle and you run mm. in and the guards are like, oh, it's the terrorists. Get them. And then you run out. And that's it. <laughs> and they just give up. They just give up chasing you. How confident are we that it's pronounced Melchior? What would, what would you, I'm curious. What would your pronunciation be? Well, choir isn't spelled. You'd have to reverse the O and the I. So it'd be Melchior or Melchior. Oh, yes. I, I just read it as C-H-O-I-R. What's that? I was like, I'm um, just dyslexic. That's why I read Melchior. No, it's... it's um. I can't remember the term for it, but basically, if the first and the last words are the same, of letters are in the right place, yeah. the rest of the letters in the words can be any order, and your brain will immediately rearrange I, it. I literally do that shit all the time. I do that when I'm writing too. I like write the letter first because my brain's like thinking of the letter after that, but I write that letter first and then the second one. So I do that. Uh, so I, I always just read this as Mel Choir, uh, Mel Melchior, 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 Melchior. Melchior? Milk you or I don't like that one. There's still too me, much milk me... in there. I mean, I like Melchior. I think that's dope. That's a better I think name. Melchior is better. Than, like that yeah. sounds very 600 AD. Like we'll, we'll do Melchior. our uh, play along pod head cannon, and that's the one head head cannon we're allowed to use in this episode. By the yeah, way, Kai has way. made it strongly that we can't use what? that. That Melchior is what we're referring to. <laughs> Melchior. Um, but eventually, Melchior and your other friends fix the Masamuni. You now have this very powerful sword, and you have to head to Frog in his little hut and give him a sword and rebuild his ego up. 
Make him make him mm-hmm. a happy boy now. Get some yeah, flash he, get some flashbacks, you know, get, yeah, some, he, get some background. The thing is you like before the flashbacks, I thought he was gonna be super excited. Like he's got the hero's badge, he's got the Masamune. You give him the sword. Fucking sad. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you. I need some time to think about this. You're welcome to stay in the night. And it's like, okay, that's not how this is supposed my, to go down. My favorite part of this, because it goes into this whole backstory. So essentially he had a um person he looked up to that was kind of like his mentor frog was actually a human he was not Mm -hmm. a frog he got turned into a frog by um what's his name ozzy no magus yes ozzy as as them together turned him into a frog killed his his mentor and turned him into a frog the the swordsman badge was the badge of the mentor so he kind of had taken the badge interesting there was a nice little law connection yeah uh so Frog had the fucking basic ass. Like I think he was like Glenn yeah. or something. He had some basic. <laughs> he had some basic ass Glenn. white man name. Um, but his mentor was Cyrus, who is mentioned in the Masamune fight as the only person that Masamune had to fuse together to defeat mm. to get the sword. So there's this kind of whole shout back of like, oh, he was the most talented swordsman ever before us um, yeah. enough he before died. we just a 13 year old yeah. spilled out of 1000 <laughs> fucking ad and was just like i guess well, i'm okay at this it's also like you in the cutscene, like they're going to stop magus and like it's like the bro literally brings a sword to a magic fight because he like brandishes the sword and he's like i'll defeat you and magus is just like Lightning, yeah, no, lightning not doing death falls off, turns man to frog. <laughs> well, that didn't work out really well. I will also say this: maybe we won because you know we brought we brought friends. Didn't know everything to do that before. Cyrus so just going in, going in raw dog against Masamune and uh, Magus, and just like I, just, I got this. It's I hubris. Love the, I love the fact that it's like I am Cyrus, legendary swordsman, wielder of the Masamune, and this is my underling, Glenn. <laughs> the real real batman and robin energy for sure. oh yeah oh 100%. i did a yeah, i did I a text Glenn, i was like really out of out of yeah. all the names you could have come up with this guy his name's already frog and now you've named him glenn yeah i did a text to speech thing and it is melchior but i oh. still prefer melchior um yeah it's just a weird like you've got like ozzy magus luca nadia like marley glenn like it's just... They named him right at the end. They're like, "Did you did you name that frog character? His like human transformation?" They're like, "Oh shit, I totally <laughs> forgot." Um, hey, Glenn, those those Glenn. those with the blandest of names have the greatest of powers, you know. That's true. He is now a frog. Kai, twenty twenty two. Thank you. you yes. He does have the greatest. Put of that powers. shit on a t shirt and sell it. <laughs> It'll be part of our merch our merch store. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, do so, you know what it needs? Sorry, it needs like um, like a cloud background, like a cloud sunset background, ooh. like orange with like fancy cursive as an Instagram. The, the post. wheels are turning. I'm I'm seeing this image yeah. and I'm here for it. And now I want oh, yeah. it more than <laughs> on a hoodie. Hoodies hoodies will be here here soon. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, Frog goes through like his whole backstory. But what I I love, and I don't remember if I saw this dialogue. If if you were saying it's like, oh, stay the night if you want, and you think this over. But in in my eyes when i was watching this frog goes on this whole tangent about his backstory then it comes back to the present everyone's asleep like they fell asleep during his backstory because his story was so long oh interesting i just assumed that 
we went to bed and he was reliving the past because he's now reunited with his like he's just like, master's sitting there sword. With his sword and just like cradling it Master. yeah 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 I, I was under the impression that like wow the story was so long literally everybody fell asleep no one i cares forgot where frog story. was man i was running around 600 ad like i've got the sword where the fuck are the cursed woods <laughs> They're in the woods with the, the the evil little frogs that hop out at you. Yeah, I think that's was, why I went to Guardian Castle. Yeah. yeah, he does. But <laughs> I, I was bush. in I was in the North Continent, which is why I went to Guardia Castle because I saw trees and was like, "Oh, that's the way," and just went through it, not reading what it said. Yeah, yeah. But hey, ho, now we have frog, and yeah, frogs, frogs like frogs live in ponds too. It's like. Mm -hmm. It's very confusing. I feel like he's more of a toad, if anything. But I guess he's a human who's getting into the minutia frog, of so. what kind of amphibian yeah. frog actually is. You know. Yeah. Also, frogs don't have whiskers. His face looks like a catfish. Mm -hmm. Does he have whiskers? Yeah. If maybe not. Like, if you watch the uh, the Dragon Ball Z cutscenes yeah, that happen, he has like weird whiskers. He does look like a catfish. He's got like no, I, maybe it's maybe strange. there's some Japanese frogs out there that have whiskers. That have whiskers. Yeah, yeah he has little like little yeah. little tendril thingies coming out of his mouth. Universal so, sound for test <laughs> whiskers. Someone <laughs> someone could just say whiskers, but you know. No, I like universe. I like tendril things coming out of his face. Yeah, with but, sound effects. Um, yeah, so <laughs> sound effects are important. Yeah. Now, <laughs> frog is um reimbued with uh vigor and is like right yes. we need to stop magus um he just sees it kind of as like a revenge thing more than anything i think yeah not only is he saving the world but he's yeah he's <laughs> avenging his master now <laughs> it's like yeah we're saving the world he's like yes the world yeah totally not the my world own. revenge yeah Stop and so now you from what I remember, the game doesn't actually tell you where you're supposed to go. Yeah, uh, I didn't get any like, prompt. I got just I got just from walking, watching the walk, reading the walkthrough. Yeah, it's like go and stop Magus. And so mm -hmm. the first thing I very the very first thing I did was went all the way back to the end of time, spoke to Speccio, yep. and got Frog got Frog his magic, which of course is water. That's how I would think. How you said Speccio is how I imagine Speccio talks. I'm going to also say that Speccio, Speccio sounds like a derogatory term for Italians. <laughs> Fucking Speccio. It's just, wow. it's a very, it's a very, it's like the, yeah. It's got See, big, it's interesting big say slur that. energy. I always imagined him sounding like, um, what was the name of the little cat dude from Thundercats? I might be showing my age here a little bit. Wow. I, no uh, I, I watched Thundercats as a kid. I couldn't tell you anything about there Thundercats was like, besides in, in, Thundercats. And they're in short, Thundercats, there was like a little cat character who was always like, mm, yes, yeah. And he had like a funny <laughs> voice. Skeletor? What is he? <laughs> yeah. Skeletor. He had a funny voice. It was like really high pitched and like grainy. I'm not, I'm not yeah. seeing any cats oh, in I mean, there's a lot of people in Thundercats, but... You you keep talking Did you uh, say there's no about cats mission. in Thundercats, bro. It's in the name. <laughs> no, but yeah, they're, they're humanoid cats. Did you not see that they re rebooted it in 2020? Oh, really? I'm gonna no, be honest. I, I have no idea what Thundercats is. It's it's He Man, but with uh, furries. Oh, you have yeah. no idea what Thundercats oh, is. He Man with furries. That's all that Thundercats is. Weird. Thundercats is like toxic masculinity mixed with scladily dressed women fighting a mummy. 
if if like Power Rangers were set in the world of like He Man and Skeletor, Is it animated Snarf yeah. Snarf oh. was his name. That oh, would make no what sense. A, what to... a memorable name. Yeah. <laughs> it's better anyway. than now we're That's off that true. tangent. Um, or yeah, uh, Glenn. Water as his, has his oh, Glenn, yeah. <laughs> Glenn, yeah. We should have renamed him Dang. We should have like foreshadowed this and named him Glenn when we can name Frog. So that would have been interesting. Um, I I just want to get it. I got a couple of interesting stuff in this leg. Um, oh. Chrono Learn Lightning 2 which is a lightning spell oh, I that... lightning too until way further into this section i i learned it like just before getting to the castle i think what, roughly what level were you going into the magus fight i know we'll get into it but i'm curious what your levels were so going into the magus fight i think chrono's 25 and anyone else is 24 oh, shit okay. um <laughs> and i'll explain why that happened that was not deliberate um so I, I got lightning two, which yeah. costs eight mana to do. It's a lot. It's but... a lot. But there's some cool like um like double abilities with that. Like there's a move where it's a, it's a duo between frog and chrono where he'll the frog will stab the sword into someone. It's called lightning rod or something. And then chrono mm. will like deliver the energy of lightning into the sword. It's super cool. I really like it. That's quite cool. I haven't got that yet. I'm, I'm looking forward oh, to I'm that sorry. now. Lightning two does damage to everyone. Um, frog learns water which just shoots a bubble at someone um he also learned heal i think mm. it was so deals... so useful it's Another like a hundred being something. able to heal the entire team for like 120 hp beautiful well, it, we just it need was... someone that could heal or restore mp we can have yeah, someone it was... that gives an ability to restore his mp that would be so good it was super helpful and then marley learned cure Mm. And that has been like mm. that. That basically heals someone from no health all the way back up to full health. It's yeah, fucking amazing. So, good. and it only I gave her an item that halves the cost of her MP. So it only cost me one MP to use cure. Oh, what is what is that item called? Do you know? Uh, I'll find it out and I'll send it to you. Okay. I think it's um, I want to say it's a magic scarf because I got a I got an item that reduces magic attacks dealt by the enemy but oh interesting i do have a lot of like random like clothing items that i have to look into to also see. they don't tell you that he has it but frog has a hero badge that you can equip to him that increases the strength of masamune attacks and like basically increases his physical attack i didn't know that no neither did i it was only when i was looking in my equipment that i was like wait oh what the fuck the hero's badge um, and it specifically says masamune so you have to use it on frog interesting um i think that's all i got because i basically run this entire leg with marley frog and chrono as soon as i got frog in my party that was basically what i did and i think we we did robo, ran through this right? with, yeah we had robo frog and chrono yeah. the entire time yeah we left marley and luca has we i'm just gonna go with it at this point we're just never gonna use luca that's just it's gonna what? become canon and just never <laughs> luca's just gonna live in end space forever let me find the name of this item that I gave Marley. Yeah. No, we did the same thing. Oh, it's you called the Silver Stud. The Silver Stud? Silver, the Silver Stud is 50% uh, MP costs. Oh, that's so cool. I need to look and see if I have that. Because, it, again, the, the most of the time when I'm struggling in this game and fighting bosses and stuff, it's because I run out of magic. I'll use like my ethers or I ran out of ethers and everything and I'll just run out of magic. So if I had like anything that 
mitigated their process, either cut it in half or healed my MP, restored. It keeps saying healed, restored MP. That would be genius because that would make mm. things so much easier. Yeah, it would be very nice. Um, yeah. I can't remember how I ended up coming to this conclusion. I know I how I say... came to this conclusion. The walkthrough. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> say that I went to the walkthrough. Um, but basically, you go back to 1000 AD. Yeah. And you go, to, you go to the bridge where the soldiers were fighting and we fought. Zombor or whatever his mm. name was. Yep, Zombor. And you can talk to the captain and he's like, oh, we managed to stop the forces, but it's not over until we defeat Magus. And that's your cue to basically go through to the other side and then make your way to Magus's castle and start that whole trek. And that Which is, whole it's in Magic journey. Cave. And I mean, we've run into this issue a thousand times. It's like, oh, well, it's east of Fiona's village, kind of going per the walkthrough. And it's definitely not clear where this cave is like i was walking around going up like near the ocean trying to find it and it's just like a not very obvious little like indentation inside of the mountain and if you walk close to mm -hmm. it it's like oh a magic cave it's like, oh, I've never yeah we, we do also you get a cool cutscene though so you do get you a do cool get mate that shot of the creature on top of the castle with like the moon behind it i think it's on the magus castle section of the walkthrough fucking amazing shot I was I love that amazing. frog cuts a mountain in half, and I called it. He was sitting there. He so a cutscene happens where now we're in the Dragon Ball Z animated style. Oh yeah, he skyward swords the fucking mountain. Pulls out the sword. It like lights up with magic. And I'm like, bro, he's gonna he's gonna cut this. He's gonna animate cut this mountain in half, and he just he cuts it. And it separates open, and then a door to Magus's castle, a cave, is just opens up. I was like, I I here's, fucking here's do my it. Here's do my it. problem though. This is this is what I want to talk about. My man cut a okay. cut a mountain in half with the magical sword of power. Yeah. But can't cut fucking anyone else in half for the rest of the game. This is the problem with mountains RPGs. Are, mountains are weak, bro. Mountains aren't strong. Mountains are not Magic weak, either. bro. Mountains are strong. I want to see fucking Gibby or whatever his name is that we're going to fight in this section. Uh, <laughs> tear a mountain in half. <laughs> whatever his name is. When I, yeah, I, I, I posted a social post about kind of just saying, oh, this is what we're playing through. But I, I misspelled Magus and put Magus, and now it's just Magus Castle. At the end Magus of, Castle. yeah, at the end of last episode, uh, it was referred to as Magus Castle. It's not. It's His name is Magus. It's not Magu. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he straight Skyward Swords this. I was watching it, and I was like, bro, that's Skyward Sword, man. Yeah. Just you fucking hold it up. He had, he had his Wii remote in the air, you know, you're getting, <laughs> gathering that energy. Uh, the only one thing I would like to see is if I'm watching the Dragon Ball cutscene, I don't then need the in-game render of the character doing that thing that just happened in the Dragon Ball. I cut guess scene. they could have just done like the, you know, pick up the game after the cutscene would have ended normally. Because obviously, yeah. in the original game, there was no, there was none of these animated cutscenes. It was just the in-game like cutscenes. And then with the PlayStation version, they added it. And then obviously going forward, they have it in the newer versions. Mm -hmm. But you're right. If it would have just like played the cutscene and then like cut to us going. Counterpoint. It's kind of funny. So like, it's fun it is, it is interesting it's, seeing like the, the difference between the two. You watch this like, like very like really legit cut drawn and cutscene. And yeah. then you have to watch like a 16 bit rendition. It's kind of like watching, you know, like toddlers do Shakespeare. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What's also interesting to see like, as I'm watching the cutscene, I'm like, I'm curious of how they're going to do this in engine, like how they're going, yeah. what they're going to do in game. Yeah. 
and it's really funny seeing like the he cuts the mountain just in like the the 16-bit they, mountain slide like, they like, just next pan just, they yeah. clearly just did like a fucking pan i was like okay good for you just like a set there's like two people off stage that are like just pulling the uh <laughs> <Just> pulling. <laughs> <laughs> i did challenge lavos again in this section oh interesting um, I, when, I I went to the end, when i went to the end of time um lavos is fucking hard because so, I'm, I'm i'm curious is it one of those mm-hmm. things where like you can challenge him and you can use him to like grind and get levels and whatnot no but you can never actually beat him or could no, you, you beat can't him beat the him. end of the game you can beat him. So, like, basically, there are, like, fucking ten or so endings to this game, from what I can gather. And yeah, basically, it all depends when in the timeline you defeat Lavos and who you have with you. Ooh, so, it says, like, if you challenge Lavos before Frog joins the party, you get the People of Time ending. And then if you challenge him after Frog's in your party, you get the Frog v. Magus ending. So wait, hold on, hold on. You're telling me we could end this game right now as long as we beat Lava? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys, this is the last episode of Chrono Trigger. Next time we'll <laughs> be challenging Lava. We're going to grind fighting back to level 100. Less. <laughs> yeah, um, but Lavos is very hard because ah, he... Of course he is. So is there, he is, is a there any multi- like uh, like narrative prompt to it, or you just click on the thing in the end of time and you're like, oh, here's a bad yeah. guy, fight back. You just you just you click on the thing at the end of time and it's like, oh, do you want to go to the end of days? And you're like, yeah, I'll go to the end of days. And uh, then basically, you get this cutscene in game cutscene where Lavos is coming out of the ground. You your three characters are there. You run up to Lavos. You press A, and that starts the first phase. Then you beat the first Multiple phase, phases. and you get a chance to basically heal your team and sort yourself out, and then you run up to him again, press A. Not only is there multiple phases, but each phase is based upon a different boss from the game. So the first phase is the dragon oh. tank from the castle. Oh, so there's... you're kind of, is like a boss rush, essentially? So you're kind of just going back through and finding the boss. Yeah, you, a you do a, okay. a Masamune one, you do a... Uh, What's that fucking dude in the cave that does the water? Hack, oh. r- hack something? You know Hacker the guy I want to Hack or whatever. That's a Pokemon. Uh, Nizbel. There's a whole bunch of bosses from the game that he imitates, and he also imitates their gimmicks. So you have to fight him in the same way that you fought them. And it's just Wait, a so drain of resources. A lot of the difficulty so comes from kind of like back-to-back bosses that you're fighting, rather than. I mean, I imagine like Lavos at the end probably is difficult, but a lot of that is like you're you you're doing a lot of boss fights back to back. I mean, why are I... we doing any of this if we can just fight Lavos? Here's my question: Let's look at the narrative of the game. No, but we're trying to prevent Lavos from being revived at the moment. Is that not what we're right. doing? We're yeah, gonna eventually that, have to battle him anyway, though. So what's the point of what the we're whole fucking point. doing? That's the whole point. Is the the multiple endings of the game are dependent on when you defeat Lavos. So, right. like, I've got, like, 25,000 gold or some shit. Like, I could go and buy a shit ton of potions and that, some effers, and just go and defeat and just him. Kind of brute, and I'll brute get... force your way through. You get a ending, so I could get the Frog V Magus ending, but from what I understand, that isn't the canonical like tr- ending. Like true ending kind of situation? Yeah, so like, you know how we're always like, oh, why don't they just go and defeat Levels now? Like, yeah. you can do that in this game, but the it game doesn't classify it. Yeah, it doesn't classify it as the true canon ending. 
I see. I see. You won, but you didn't really win. You win, really but did you? Did you though? Yeah. Uh, you gotta turn on those bonus features. You gotta see all those secret endings that you that you missed. Mm. Oh, great. Yeah. But now, Magus's Castle. Magus's Castle. There's an interesting little like fun fact here in the Ozzy that slash I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah, Ozzy slash and Flea, which are music references to Ozzy Osbourne slash and Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Slash of Guns N' Roses. And not and all from Red Hot Chili Peppers, just Flea no. from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Flea's the bassist. <laughs> Uh, and yes. then obviously Slash from Guns N' Roses and Ozzy Osbourne. Um, like, I like that. As, as, as a metal fan, I was very I was very happy. I didn't put that together until I saw it in a walkthrough and I was like, oh shit. I'm curious of what their Japanese names are. Because I'm, I'm like, that has to be like a, like a like, translation thing, right? Slash. I'm just not, not seeing them like naming I feel like, after I feel these like, like American This musicians. generation of rock was really popular in Japan. Like I know that Guns N' Roses was huge in Japan. So yeah. it may have been a carryover. But mm-hmm. who knows? There's also a reference that the townspeople refer to them as the tone-deaf evil fiends, which... <laughs> I feel like calling Ozzy slash and flea tone-deaf is interesting. Yeah, maybe they didn't like rock music. Maybe they were like, no, maybe they're like anti-rock, and they're like, yeah, they're like, these, these guys are bad guys. Hate them. Uh, like Ben's frantically yeah. googling and trying to find it. I am indeed. He's like, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. We get to Magus's castle. I keep wanting to say Magu, but his name is Magus. Magus's why Magu? Castle. I don't know because there's an S on the end. I don't. My brain Magoo. just cut that S out. It's just M A Mister Mister Magoo's castle. Mister <laughs> Mister Magoo's castle. Um, like Ben was saying before, there's kind of a cool cutscene in the beginning where you get like this panning shot of the castle, and then what looks like this gargoyle kind of monster at the very top, and the background has a full moon. It's super cool. Very gothic. Very. Uh, very emo spoopy very spoopy but we enter magus's castle and there is kind of two diverging paths that you can go down and then essentially what will happen is each one of those paths will lead to a different boss there's a couple bosses that you fight here in magus's castle before you actually get to magus um going through either one of these sides initially doesn't really do anything and as you're going through Interestingly enough, you'll run into kind of characters that you've met or are familiar with throughout the game. Like you run into like Chrono's mom, you'll run into um, the real queen from 600 AD, and they'll all say different things to you too. They, none of them will Not actually interact. Real. Yeah, I was under the, I was like, well, are they like, is it a, what was the castle that we did in the beginning where all the monsters were like dressed yeah. up as people? Oh, the I cathedral. Don't... The cathedral. It gave me those kind of vibes. I thought like, oh, these are just monsters disguising themselves as yeah. people we've met. It, it does give you that vibe, but it's actually yeah. like some weird, like PTSD, like yeah, something like that. Thing. I don't know what's happening with it. Um, okay. But if you walk all the way to the very end as as you're walking through here there's lots of chests you can find ethers you can find potions very helpful by the way um going back to kind of the main entrance where those both those paths diverged there's a save point in the middle and as you go to click on the save point it's actually a trap ozzy comes out sends some monsters at you and tells you that like now essentially everybody in the castle is their evil monster form and like i said before there's bosses on each each route i Mm -hmm. think the left path is slash, and then the right path is flee. The right that path sounds is flee. Yes, right. Yes, uh, I found translations. Oh yay! Hit me. 
Uh, they're not yeah. interesting. Oh, well, uh, yes, so, flea in Japanese is mayonnaise. <gasps> like mayonnaise? Ma- mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, slash is soy so. Well, oh my god, mayonnaise and soy sauce. And Aussie is vinegar, which is vinegar. Oh my god, yeah. you're right. There's sauces. They're all sauces. That's super cool. That's way cooler than Ozzy Osbourne slash and flea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh the great mayo the great mayonnaise <laughs> and uh, we're yes. canceled uh, yeah <laughs> what, yeah what, what path did you kind of do first bad did you go up and do slash or did you fight flea I, I did flea first um this castle this bit confused me because yeah. basically what happened is i went up the right path mm-hmm. and ran through all the visions and then was like oh there's nothing here went back down went up the left path was like oh okay it's the same went all the way back down to the middle and then went back up the right hand side and had this like creature rush as i was making my way up to the top and then flea reveals herself and i'm like oh okay right okay so now i need to go the other way and do the same thing for slash yeah it's kind of like as you're going back up through the various rooms the the second time around there'll be just like waves of enemies that you had to fight each with increasingly more enemies and more uh, variety of enemies as you go. And then ultimately one the last say, room, fighting Flea and Slash. Or Slash. One could say it was uh, a resource drain before you got to the boss at the end. Mm-hmm. One could say it was Grind City. <gasps> one, one could say... This is not where I grinded, but <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fights that happen between before those two boss fights individually. Oh, Flea's a girl? N- no. Flea was a yeah, man. Flea- Please androgynous and literally says man or woman it's all the same power is beauty oh, and yes. i'm deliciously strong shout out Hell to my yeah. chrono trigger if, if anything chrono trigger you're progressive as fuck in do you know so, what it has been instances. we've we've got like non-binary villains we've got cave people who are pansexual like you know it, it's there it's there I will say that the walkthrough itself captioned that image as that is not a girl, but a man in all caps, which is like, bro, you missed the point. <laughs> and, and then, but the thing is, the sentence next to oh, it literally no. talks about how once you defeat the fake flea, the real androgynous flea reveals themselves. It was a different, like it was you, a different time when the strategy wiki was being written. You, you can't it's, say it's, this it's is an not unfortunate a girl or man. I mean. when, the, when the game is more progressive than the people writing the strategy wikis. And do you know what? Like, I know, I know it sounds silly to say, right? But it impresses me that it's a Japanese game from the 90s that's this progressive. Because I, mean, I was expecting like Metal Gear Solid levels of yeah. misogyny. Not only do I mean, we have we have gender representation, we have yeah. furry representation with frog, and mm-hmm. unfortunately they took it out of this edition. We have the most important representation, which is sauce representation. You know, <laughs> soy sauce, mayonnaise, and vinegar made an appearance. You rarely see that. Hell That's yeah, very true. Enix. doing doing something right. Um, okay, well let's talk about let's talk about slash first because I think slash was the one that was pretty straightforward i think i struggled more with flea than i did with slash um slash nothing too crazy has 3200 hp and um what was and then 5200 the second time yeah what was his he have a gimmick i don't remember slash very well he doesn't have a gimmick his gimmick is that he is um very strong in the physical sense of attacking 
So he doesn't have any weaknesses to magic or anything like that. It's essentially... I found it personally as just a slogfest. You're just hacking it out until one of you loses. That, that's what I remember. I remember just doing a lot of attack. I essentially would attack with Frog and Chrono and the heal with Robo. This was before mm-hmm. I had uh, any kind of healing on Frog, too. I got that later on. Uh, but I just did that. Just healed myself so no one died and then just attacked with yeah. magic and physical attacks. He it says in the walkthrough, and I, I didn't realize it until now, but he has a lot of... He does actually have one slight gimmick. I tell a lie. He does have one slight gimmick in that your characters are kind of positioned like one forward, two behind. And sometimes he'll go to the corner and do like Chrono's wind slash and hit two of you in a row. And he also has a move that resembles Chrono cleave attack Mm -hmm. where he jumps up in the air and does like stupid amounts of like 130 damage to one person. I I do remember this, that he has the move kind of like wind slash where his little gimmick is he can hit multiples of your characters. Yeah, it's that interesting is the... that like, I mean, I don't know how they would work this, but obviously our characters are are stagnant and and still in all these battles. But yet, depending on the enemy, sometimes they are the same way, but sometimes they also move around too. In the instance with Slash jumping around the the kind of area here, what you have to do is make it like any other kind of tile based game. Like, give us X amount of movement so I can. Because that's what I wanted to do. There's been times where I want to hit two enemies with Cyclone and I can't. But I'm like, if I could just move Chrono a little bit closer. Just change it into like Fire Emblem gameplay and just have it be like a strategy. Or just like any any kind of like thing that's like, oh, you get X amount of points per turn. You can use these to move and attack or just move, just attack. Like Mm -hmm. do it that. That would be a cool way to see if they were going to go like an ff7 route and completely redo the game that definitely would be interesting because like you were saying in instances where you're using like chrono's wind slash and are you attacks that are like aoe attacks that can hit like multiple things but Mm. you're really just waiting until those two characters that are hopping around and moving around the the map to kind of go in line so you can attack both of them oh yeah the amount of times i've sat there like waiting with like fire swirl or some shit and i'm like like got it selected and i've got my a my thumb like, over to a waiting for them to line up <laughs> and i spam it but yeah uh, but yeah um, slash, slash is pretty straightforward i didn't have really any trouble with him it was just kind of like a long fight flea on the other hand i this was the first path that i had taken and i lost to flea the first time and then had gone back through did the left path fought slasher and then went back and fought flea when you first went into flea she's or they're disguised as a another creature, another monster. Um, and after beating them, reveals that it is the boss flea. And then you get like teleported to outer space. <laughs> There's like an interesting so, background that is uh, that is around from what us. I understand of what reading the walkthrough and stuff like that. Uh, flea is like some kind of like chaos mage or something. So she she deals in Chaos. like shadow magic, like mm-hmm. um, like Robo does, yeah. Because she can cause uh, I can't remember the name of the move, but she has an attack that will confuse one of your characters and make them attack their other party members. Yeah. The 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 biggest difference in Flea and Slashers plus Slash's boss fight is Slash was kind of like I said, we were saying pretty straightforward with his attacks. Fully has a lot of interesting magic attacks that they do. 
like you were saying, ban attack that will confuse one of your party members and cause them to, I, I would say attack at random, because there was definitely times mm-hmm. where they attacked Flea, even though they were confused. But it just, there is an instance or a chance, you don't get to choose their move, they will attack at random, and sometimes that character is you. Yeah, I think, like, the percentage, or, like, the hit percentage is also maybe, like, cut in half or lessened, because I missed a lot during that, too. Like, Frog there was some the misses, one that got yeah. confused most of the time, and missed a lot of the moves that he did. It's also like it's like super annoying put you to sleep move. Oh yeah. Shit. There was a lot Prism of um Prism Beam, Rainbow Storm. What is it? Pan- Panchia? Lots of Panchia used in this boss fight to stop mm-hmm. confusion and sleep and all of that sort of shit. The little, the little cherubic babies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh um, yeah, I I the second time around I defeated Fleet, but the first time trying to figure out her figuring out her moves and all her gimmicks and everything like that, I definitely lost to her. Yeah. I mean, because we haven't I was gonna say we haven't really, but I don't think we've come across a mage as a boss yet. All of our enemies have had gimmicks, but they've been very physical. Like obviously you had like um what's the fuck the dragon that we fought in the cave? Wasn't that using? Yeah, like I was gonna say you had him who was like using water magic, but yeah, we've not had another enemy that has confused our party members or put them to sleep or like that's been we've had some confusion but like she's much more like i'm gonna put your character to sleep and then i'm just gonna fucking attack all of you yeah uh with flea defeated we now venture further into magus's castle and now we're tasked with kind of finding ozzy so we run into ozzy a couple Mm. times during this and ozzy does not seem like he's a very strong character is what i've what i've come to 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 do deuce as i'm going through this every time we run into him he gets scared. He's like, no, you never find me. And he runs away. And you have to go through some kind of obstacle course to get back to him, whether that's like an enemy gauntlet or literally like an obstacle course of dodging giant scythes on conveyor belts. Yes. Um, we also, uh, the game likes fake save spaces, apparently, because that's how so you get like, walked so to mean. the area. It's so mean. Why? Just let me save. I was like, well, I was low on health and mana and everything. And I was like, oh my God, a save point. I can use shelter. Stepped into it. It got walked into another realm. I was like, oh my yeah. fucking it, God. It, it's different in like, at least our instance. Because if if you're smart enough, unlike me, at, at times you will save state you and make sure that it's yeah. But in a game in an era where like saves weren't really a thing too much. And like going back to the beginning of a level was just the norm for a lot of games. Having fake so, save points is just so mean. It was a, it was a happier time back in the nineties. You know, yeah. the world wasn't really falling apart as much as it is now. I guess you know? that's fair. Media consumption more wasn't now as high as it is today. People are like, "Oh man, this is the worst thing to happen to me." Oh no, save point. Mm-hmm. Now it's I... like, oh, it's just another thing. <laughs> so I'm I'm playing on DS, but the way I've done it is it's not an emulator. I've got the DS file, which means I'm playing the game as it was on the DS. So I don't have save states like you guys. As God Nintendo intended. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As Reggie fucking, what's his name? Yzame? Yzame. Yes. I had to think about that for a second. It doesn't even work there anymore, though. That other Reggie. That other uh, Reggie. Yeah, yeah how so, about like, finding Ozzy? Because these little obstacle course things are interesting. And the one I was talking about with the conveyor belts and the blades is funny because like as you get to the end of it, he's just like back there cranking it himself. Like he has mm-hmm. to manually like do all of these traps for people. Which I feel like so, would be a pain. Uh, 
those kind of bits, I was like, oh, this is fine. You know, I'm running yeah. through a conveyor belt. It's okay, whatever. And then we get to the fucking section where the full, the floor falls out from underneath you and you get sent down into a basement area. Mm-hmm. With four fake save spots yeah. and some of them are enemies and some of them are actual save points and some of them mm-hmm. bring you back up to the room where you were before. Yeah, one of them is a save point. One of them is a warp. The other two are fake. Yeah. And this is how I leveled up like four levels before my Magus fight. Oh, interesting. Because I fell down into this area, I want to say like seven or eight times. Yeah, if there was like a, a certain amount of holes that you can fall through, I probably fell through all of them. Good yeah. from that. And it's not like, this isn't a big room. It's like a small hallway that kind of U-shapes down from one door and then there's a door on the other side where Ozzy is. But in mm-hmm. between that little section, that little hallway, a thousand holes you could fall through. And so many. The other thing as well is that there's no clear indication of where the hole is. It's not like, like I mean, I know it sounds silly, but to say like, like Metal Gear, when you're running through the corridor in the basement, you hear the click and you're like, okay, right, this is about to give way. And you kind of know. On this game, there isn't anything. If you step on that platform you fall. and you step on that bit, you just fall. There's nothing. It, it was you can funny do about that you, you connected back to a Metal Gear thing because I connected it to Ocarina of Time when you're like slashing the fake walls and they make like the ting 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 noise and oh, they're like, oh, that's a go. fake wall. There you go. It's funny. That but you yeah, that. so um, that's how I ended up leveling up a bunch, and that's when I got like Lightning Two and Marley yeah. learned Cure. I did a little bit of leveling in here, and it's interesting because when you get onto the enemy save points, the fake ones, the enemies are just save points. <laughs> <laughs> yes fighting yeah. like little save one hit point, save like, icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i even think the game, half the game mentions that it's like oh this is good for leveling up or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's some the weird is, dialogue that happens the fin is as well right so they're one hit they have like 10 hp i think yeah they're one hit and i fell through some of the same holes i'd already fallen through a couple of times because oh, I, was no. sp- <laughs> I was trying to speed my, my way through the corridor because i was just getting fed up yeah but even though they're like free one-hit enemies, you get a shit ton of XP per fight. You do fight. get a lot of XP from this. I mean, even you get like seven, eight hundred XP. Yeah, it talks about how like it's not it's not going to hurt you at all fighting these things. Like they're not going to do no. literally any too little damage to you. They die very quickly, and they're good XP. So if you want to get some XP, then this is a perfect place to do it before did you this massive up, boss fight. Yeah, did you pick up the slasher from Slash? He drops his weapon. I. F- think so yes. when he dies he drops a weapon on the floor and you can run up and pick it it's a new sword for chrono yes yes i did i did because i do remember giving chrono a new sword yeah there's a couple of things you get you get like um i think there's like a new armor that someone can wear and then yeah. there's like a new weapon for robo and i want to say it's a I had new weapon and upgraded or marley? changed uh yeah i think you get something for marley as well i changed frogs like um armor and everything because he has pretty basic stuff when you first meet with him so giving him but didn't realize that until i was doing some of the boss fights in here i'm like wow frog is he's not doing too well why is he not doing so no, great he, he's armor, not attacking he's not attacking not he's taking a lot of damage you got to give him that hero's badge and the, the ruby vest or whatever and hell yeah uh but we eventually catch up to ozzy and now we're in the ozzy boss fight He's like, you will never be able to uh, pierce my un- impenetrable defenses. And he turns into an ice crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gimmick with Ozzy, he has 1,000 HP, is around him there are a variety of levers. And what you have to do 
is you have to attack not Ozzy, but the levers. And the levers, when hit, will open up a random spot in the floor, similar to how we just experienced going through that hallway. And one of them will open up a, a hole right where Ozzy is, and it'll make him fall down, and that's how you beat Ozzy. Oh, classic. I was reading the description strategy section of, um, Ozzy's, of the Ozzy fight. fight. So you can attack the Aussie Ice, and you can get rid of the 1,000 HP. But even once he runs out of HP, the boss fight isn't over, and he can continue attacking you until um, you hit those until switches. Until you hit to the get switches and make him fall down. Yep. There you go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible character. Not yeah, very. Ozzy was not great. I didn't like. What is what is um, the large Namekian? like the king of the Namekians in Dragon Ball Z. Ben, do you know this? What's his name? Bro, I swear we have had this conversation before. And I was like, he's like Grand Elder something. Oh, I, I, know do, for yeah. f- I, I do remember this. I remember being very underwhelming of what his name was. Grand <laughs> Elder reminds me Guru? Of it, that's all. Oh, Grand was... Elder Guru. I knew that's it. That's right. That's yeah. right. This is like we episode two or three. Yeah. Yeah, it's, all, it's all coming back to me. Grand Elder Guru. It just Every time I see Ozzy, it just reminds me of the very large Namekian king from Dragon Ball Z, because that's exactly what he looks like. Also, if you look at the concept art for Slash and Flea, they are very obviously Dragon Ball Z influenced, because like the actual character model for Slash that isn't in 16-bit looks okay. fucking dope. I, want to see this um, I haven't seen the, them individually. Uh, I, will, I will also add, Go going into the next section... Uh, Next is Magus, and there's there's very little between but a hallway full of bats. If you're smart, what you do is you grind on those save points like Ben did. If you're committed, <laughs> what you do is you grind <laughs> on the reoccurring hallway of bats for like that's, an hour. That's, to that's what we did. Gain uh, XP oh, back to I mean, you can, level you can 30. Only, I mean, maybe you could fight the uh, save point things over and over again if you're just in, in that room. I don't know. Um, but you I can. we finished that. We can confirm fuck. you can. Can, can oh. confirm Ben did it. <laughs> um, we went and we beat <clears throat> we beat Ozzy and we went down there and I immediately fought Magus. I went to fight Magus. Mm-hmm. Got fucking wrecked. Got my shit pushed in multiple yeah. times. And I was I was the same levels. I think Chrono was twenty four, Robo was twenty three, and um, Frog was also twenty three. So I was like, maybe I just have to grind. And I was like, you know, I'm going to grind to level 30. And I looked at my levels and I was like, oh, level 30 is a, is a long, long way away. Maybe yeah, not level 24. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I just, I put on speed up and I went in that. Every time you go into this hallway or the staircase, like maybe seven or eight bats will appear as you walk up and down. They'll yeah. all kind of like cultivate and collect the top where you fight them. Right at the, right at the bottom, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I did that. Kai and I put on some music, and we did that for like an hour. And then I was like, I wonder where my levels are at. We've been doing this for a hot <laughs> second. And I grinded to level 30. So everyone is level 30 before I went into the boss fight with Magus. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I didn't even realize we've been doing it for so long. I was just like, I wonder what the levels are. And I was like, well, I grinded like seven levels just fighting these bats. Little, like eye, the, little eye of the Tiger, little Final Countdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like fucking, uh, what was that bit in Super Mario RPG? There was a bit where you could infinitely grind. I do uh, remember that. And I think we did, in, a, we did a similar situation in there where we grinded Yeah, I ended levels. up getting like 17 levels in Super Mario RPG. Uh, yeah, so um, I went into the Magus boss fight. What felt like, not overleveled, but... I still struggled a little bit, but not too much. So I mean, they they told you to go into that like the walkthrough tells Suggested you thirty twenty five. What? 
Yeah, mm. it was all 25. Lied right to my face. Oh, yeah. He has 6,666 health. Classic. Hell yeah. Classic Bacchus. So we walk into this very dark room. And as we continue up, there is a path that's being illuminated by these flames that are appearing as we walk past them. Cue the cutscene. Yeah. And now we get another final cutscene where we get to see. We actually don't get to see Magus's face. It has, it has like this back turn. You can kind of see like a side profile. And then you Classic see Frog villain. kind of grab his sword and like ready his sword like he's going to fight. But Magus, in the at least animated cutscene, never fully turns around until you get into the in engine one where the flames will create a circle around Magus. He'll turn around. He says his little spiel about summoning Lavos and ending the world and whatever. And then you fight. Oh, he doesn't. No, does not say that. I didn't. I, I wasn't paying attention to what he was saying at all. Oh, he 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 sla- He gives. Uh, he tries to fuck over Frog, and Frog gives him a nice little clap back. And Frog's like, he says to Frog, he's like, "Oh, it's you from all those years ago." Oh, and Frog's like, "Yes, I've come to stop you." And he's like, "Oh, let's hope no one stops. It. Like, no one interrupts this time." And then Frog draws his sword, and the fight begins. And I, I do like, remember yeah. him saying something like, along the lines of the the form that you made me or whatever end up benefiting me. Like him turning into this frog Some sort has made of him stuff, now a stronger yeah. person now that he is the frog. And he's like, Before, I have friends. I was but a glen. Power friendship. And now I am a frog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, Magus is interesting. He has, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the most HP boss that we fought so far in six, about 6,000. to say that's correct. Yeah. And he does ridiculous amounts of damage too. So Magus's gimmick is every time he has pretty much a move of every kind of element. There's the fire, he has water, he has lightning, his light, his shadow, whatever. He has mm-hmm. a move for all of that. When he does that move specifically, he can only be really weakened by that element of the move that he has just used. You can attack him before then, but your attacks aren't going to do a lot of damage. And, and I'll give you context that. in my... What? I was going to say, not just that. Like, he... So, say... I think it's like barrier change, they call it, or something. Yeah. If he uses a fire attack, he absorbs everything, everything. except fire, which means that if you use water, you heal him for how, however much damage you was meant to do. Yeah. you. It only works if you do... Uh, magic attacks though but because physical attacks will damage him regardless of what yes. his element is but if you're trying to damage him with magic attacks specifically you can only do the one yeah. that's prompted when he's coming up when he uses lightning you can only damage him with lightning attacks or any other magic will heal him which i learned very Correct. quickly it's and it does a lot gimmick. it heals him very quickly it's a very nice gimmick it's uh yeah, it makes for a very it. challenging boss fight uh what was what is also nice is that we also, if you attack him with the Masamune as a physical mm-hmm. attack, it lowers his magical defense, making him more prone to the attacks. Now, so my... I'll go for it. No, I was going to say, the problem I had is that I went into the fight with Marley, Frog, and Chrono. So I only had Lightning and Water. Mm-hmm. And I lost the first time. I beat him the second time because I got lucky, which I'll talk about in a minute. But if I didn't, I was considering bringing in Robbo and Luca. So I had like Shadow, Fire, Lightning. Um, And that was kind of my game plan. Because I respect... 
I respect the fact that your main character doesn't know every single type of magic. Like, yeah, you only just... I mean, in, in the situation, regardless, you're only going to have... He has more than three. Obviously, you only have three characters. Mm-hmm. It's with their own element. But yeah. you're only going to be able to use three elements against him. Yeah. So there's going to be some instances that you just can't attack him because you just don't have that element in your yeah. team com- uh, c- combination there. And that was um, what was interesting because, like, Persona 5, Joker can take on all of the Personas and basically lets you lose... You let you use any element, yeah. Um, and so being limited to just free was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and was a nice change. I liked it. Yeah. My my uh, tactic going into this because I fought Magus a couple times before just deciding to grind and then doing the grinding and everything. My tactic was obviously just just healing with Robo. I don't think Robo really did anything besides heal. Uh, Frog was uh, offensive and healing. He would use heal to heal the, the team anytime he needed to, but he was really just used there to lower Magus's special like defense by using that Masumune, and then Chrono was using lightning and then lightning too, and then swapping out lightning rod, which is another uh, ability that I got during that grinding. And that was it, was just using the lightning and then Masumune to weaken his defenses, but that was my tactic going into this. Um, So... Nagon, I was curious before I talk about how I got on with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, like, just, I was you... like in in context of like like levels and everything. When I was fighting him, being level like twenty four, twenty three, my normal just physical attacks without lowering his defense or magic or anything like that was doing about like anywhere between forty and seventy damage. And I was like, okay, which is not a lot for Magus. Not a lot of. Damage. When I got to level thirty, just normal sword attacks were easily doing like one fifty to one seventy five, which was yeah. wild. And my lightning I attacks mean, were doing like three to four hundred. Yeah, you're talking like a hundred attacks at level twenty four at that kind of yeah. level. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when you had your successful run and you beat him, mm-hmm. what was it? Was it just like trial and error? Was it just? Yeah, what? it was on as long as just like brute forcing it through. It was making sure it was making sure that and getting lucky. One, yeah, and and getting lucky for the most part. It was making sure that Robo never died. So I always mm-hmm. have someone that was constantly healing because. Yeah, Frog can heal as well, but Frog's also purpose was to weaken the defenses of Amagus so Chrono can come in and use Lightning. So it was really just making sure that Robo never died, and Robo was just always healing, whether he was healing himself, whether he was healing the whole party. I also got another move with Robo, and I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it is similar to Frog's heal, where it will heal the entire team. Oh, nice. Okay. Everyone had a role. Yeah, everyone had a Frog, role, and it was just Frog getting was lucky status, and... Robo was healing, and mm-hmm. we were just attacking with Chrono. Yeah, Chrono okay. was using lightning, and then in between, just using like the slurp slash and cleave to just get any kind of <laughs> you know chip slurp. damage off that we get. Any little yeah. HP that'll help me. It was it was one of those I... boss fights where I was just like grinding, and then I was like, oh oh shit, I beat him! I did it! <laughs> I did! I won! So my first attempt, I was just brute forcing it with everybody yeah oh and i was like this is this is not working (laughs) and i lost um i ended up in that cycle of one person being down reviving them they going back down all of that kind of shit Mm -hmm. so going into it the second time i was like okay marley is only my healer she Mm -hmm. is responsible for using cure she i also learned haste i forgot about that which shortens the time between somebody's turns so they get to attack more frequently basically oh interesting that's cool um so i was using that and she was also my ether person my panchia or like whatever i needed she was the status heal person 
Pinchy and similar like planet that would be in the Avatar movies. A hundred percent. Somebody's going to be like, um, "You're saying it wrong." <laughs> uh, it's pancake yeah. <laughs> and frog like you guys frog was my sort of physical attack lower defense person and then chrono yeah. was just brute forcing now what we haven't discussed is once you get to a certain point in the battle magus enters dark matter mode mm, yes which is when he starts charging up these powerful attacks that then do a shit ton of damage to your entire party. Yeah, two hundred and fifty shadow damage. Yeah. I almost like thought in this in this area, not not that it was more easy easy because he obviously the attack that he does charge up does a lot of damage, but it does take a couple of turns to do. So in that it turns, does. I was just like okay, everybody full force, just go attack right now, and then we will figure it out after that. Also, what I cottoned on to is that whatever his last barrier change was is now his permanent barrier change mm -hmm. so before he did dark matter the last thing he did was a water attack which meant that only water could to harm him yeah then he goes into dark matter mode and i'm like oh cool frog can use water chrono can attack marley's a healer and i was like man this is taking so long and i was like hang on wait marley's ice I was like, ice is technically water. I wonder if the game differentiates ice and water. It does not. Water okay. counts. Well, ice oh. counts as water, apparently. Yeah. I 100% thought they were going to be different. I was like, no, it's a different type of thing. Like, I mean, but, it's just like yeah. she can control all aspects of water. Yeah, she's a waterbender. I mean, it does say on his ice to attack that it deals about 100 water damage to the entire party, so clearly... There you go. So... That was my RNG Jesus coming through for me. Um, I had two water people in my party, mm -hmm. and he was like he was weak to water now. So it just became wailing on him for like two turns, and then Healing. having Frog use heal and getting everyone ready for the dark matter attack to come, and then a turn of Frog healing everyone back up, Chrono and Marley attacking. Yeah, and uh, I can't imagine if I got stuck in that phase when he was like only immune like only weak to fire or something uh, mm. i feel like it would have been a lot harder but i got very lucky yeah absolutely um i think that this was i really like this boss fight with magus by the way it definitely i have to kind of like reassess all of them in my head but definitely one of my favorites that we've done so far i really like the gimmick of him and him being just like difficult and needing like okay it's time to grind do a little level grinding try to figure out his little spiel and everything I really liked it. I liked Magus. I, I'm not going to lie. I think Magus was my favorite one just because mm -hmm. I know he has a gimmick, but the gimmick was obvious. Like I knew what it yeah. was, you know, immediately, and... you know, and I don't even think there's like a, like a dialogue prompt. The, the gimmick itself is once you start using it and the, the minute you use a magic attack and you see that it heals him, you're like, okay, cool. Never doing that again. Make sure yeah. that never happens again. Yeah. And, and you, the, the you game will prompt you the prompt you to say, absorbs everything except but, this yeah. Yeah. um and so for punishment yeah yes <laughs> sad boy games it was, we want to be in pain it was very very grueling but i liked it because like i said it didn't pander to the fact that my main character could learn all these types of magic it was like look yeah. you get three elements 
you need a healer fucking you, choose you, your party you, exactly you decide who you want to have in there because really at this point any combination of those all of our party members are useful because everyone has an element and with magus using all of them he's weak to one of them so it's deciding like how do you want to have two healers on your team do you want to have one person that's stronger that could just two people aggro attack or the other person heals like what is your and I mean, i'm interested to like hear from the people listening like if you've played this game what was your kind of like configuration of team members obviously you i guess you don't have to have frog on your team you don't have to have frog i would highly suggest it uh if just because of the mesamune effect is it like the nuzlocke of 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 jrpgs you just yeah. take frog out and then you just yeah, yeah. you can't use frog <laughs> exactly oh man not having frog would have been a disaster i don't think i would have been able to beat this without frog Frog's Masamune was pivotal to me beating Magus. Just grind a level. Just grind a level forty. I can't believe you ground like you grinded that that far. You know what's interesting? I was just listening to a podcast about this. How obviously grinded is not the proper grammar of like when you're you ground you say something. Ground, but in, you know, in, yeah. in in video games, like the grammar's fine. Like that is like yeah, you grinded. Yeah, ground I, sounds I ridiculous. I, I ground for so long. Yes, uh, ground some f- fresh black pepper <laughs> right over the game. <laughs> and... Yeah, and it was not even like, I mean, I was probably getting like 500 to 600 experience per fight, but it was just like the bats. It was just like the, the normal weak bat enemies. They just have, happen just to be BS. a ton of them because yeah. they die yeah. easily one hit. So I would just put the game in speed up and was just doing that. I can't imagine doing that in normal speed. I probably would have taken much longer. What is speed up? What is like? No, I, could, I have an emulator. So in the emulator, like so you just ten times twice. the speed of the game. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Okay, literally. Uh, yeah. Bloody hell. Literal. Wow. I mean, I think in the in game. the game you can increase the game speed, like you can increase the battle speed in game. But this is like taking it to the next level. So yeah. for... Max battle speed, max speed in the emulator, and it was still Which like it, an hour of grinding. It's it still. It, it, the the speed up doesn't necessarily work in actual fights where I need to concentrate because it makes things go by way too quickly and it's like yeah I press wrong buttons and it's like no this is, this is not yeah um, little bitch bats easy but eventually we do beat Magus Magus has been yay and afterward we get a cutscene and let me explain try to f- explain this and try to figure this out so let me paint you a word picture Magus tells you he's very upset. He's like, you've come to stop Lavos. He's like, I didn't create Lavos. I merely summoned him. And now that I'm not here to control him, he's going to like essentially run rampant in the world and destroy the world and everything like that. Is that, that's pretty much the Magus, gist, right? Magus, the good guy, question mark? Right. Magus, what, he, wasn't, he was just summoning Lavos. He was not trying, mm. he did not create Lavos. He was going to summon him. Magus, yeah, Magus, good guy in the sense that he was going to control Lavos for his own benefit. Magus, that's bad. Good in the See, sense that we are the ones who caused the end of the world. Yes, he yeah, just finished. Like, secretly, we caused the end of the world. Yep. Right? Uh, but then. Was Magus summoning him to control him to stop the end of the world, or was he going to use him for nefarious reasons? I want like some like time travel stuff, where like as we're defeating uh, Magus and we beat him, and and Lavos gets summoned, another Chrono comes and stabs our Chrono because we were the ones that like <laughs> caused Wait, the end of the world in the first place. Is this a bootstrap bootstrap paradox? Because 
we it went is, back in we time created to stop the end the of the end. world. Yeah. yeah, we went back in time to stop the end of the world, but we inherently caused the end of the world by going by back trying in time to stop, to stop Magus, it. who yes. was uh, stopping him was the cause of the end of the world. Here, yes. I'm so excited. More bootstrap paradox on this podcast. This is why mm-hmm. a time travel games should not be allowed. They should be banned internationally. <laughs> B you have to hire a real physicist if you want to make a time travel game instead of just making really bad plot. Also, see the fact that you can fight Lavos at any time by just going to the end of the world proves that we could have never stopped it in the first place. If he's there, if we know he exists... I am inevitable. He's, if he's inevitable, it doesn't matter what the fuck we do. None of this matters. Literally none of this matters. You can just go to, to the end... powerful enough to beat Lavos. And also, time travel is so fucking confusing because it's like, okay... If you're making an impact, but nothing changes, that means you're still moving forward on a timeline. Even though you're going back in time, it's still within the timeline of the game. And then it's like, okay, well, then you can't really move through time. You're just moving locations in time, which is Well, especially when you add in instances like this that we've seen in now, probably count it three or four games we've played for this podcast. (sighs) In which mm-hmm. us as the main character inevitably caused the, the thing to happen by trying yeah. to stop the thing from happening. Uh, yeah. So moral of the story is if some shit's gonna happen, just let it just leave it alone. Yeah, moral <laughs> of the story it. is if you unlock time travel, don't fucking don't, time travel. Don't yeah. time even travel, if you go even if you go badly. to the end of the world and you see the end of the world, be like, I probably caused this. I'm just gonna walk away hmm. and enjoy my own time period. If you invented time travel, no, you didn't. What is it in time travel where it's like there's a fixed point in time and no matter what you do, like that thing cannot change? Like there's a thing in time travel that it's called. It's just like that where it's like... I feel like there's unlimited rules in time travel and my tiny little human brain can't grasp (laughs) them. So I'm just going to leave it alone. Uh, It's interesting that there are multiple endings, but like how can you have a canonical ending if there are multiple endings? End. Do you know what I mean? I like, think the yeah, canonical ending is that there's multiple ner- endings it's, because yeah, it's, it's time just travel and nerds happen, who go, yeah. "Oh, you have to beat all the bosses to get this far, and this is the real ending." And it's the like play along part of thing is that every ending is canonical because it's time travel. It's a fucking ending. If you roll credits, mm-hmm. I don't care. You rolled credits. You roll that shit thirty so, seconds in, game's over. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that there is a Chrono Trigger multiverse. That's that's what oh, I'm hearing here. We've got ten timelines. Multiverse, yeah, exactly. We've got oh my ten God. timelines where we defeated him at different points. With all the fucking time travel we've done, there's way more than ten timelines. Every time we time travel, we're splitting another <laughs> timeline off. There's like fucking thousands of them at this point. Also, the one thing that's annoying me, and I need to know if I'm just nitpicking here, right? How? Like, how are we just sending, like, when you change party member, you just mm-hmm. send them back to the end of time and then get somebody else. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. And we could time travel when we don't have the gate key. Like, it just... They, they, set, up, so many... they set up stuff at the beginning to be like, this is why you can't do certain things, but then completely abandoned them because See, it got, like too messy for them to keep track of it and they were just like it's like okay, so what there's you need a place to do, it's the end of time we just send everyone there yeah. it's fine what you what you need to do is that okay, the problem is is with this time travel everyone tries to like time travel is complicated let's make sure we set up our rules for time travel and go from there the problem is inevitably you'll always break those rules just at the front be like it's time travel there's no fucking rules have fun mm-hmm. it's like does the game close that'll be on better. its own because <laughs> like when we get frog we have to send someone back 
Yeah. So do we send them back? Do they have to have the key in order to close it on the other side? Does it close it's on its like own? It's like Pokemon when it... you like you get a six party member and it just gets teleported to your uh, PC. Because here's yeah. here's the reason we can't do what you're saying, Jared. Because if there's no rules, then instead of fighting Magus, all you have to do is go to when Magus is a toddler and slit his fucking throat in front of his parents. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Problem solved. He never it's wants the, to, but it still doesn't work because he's the one that's gonna stop Lavos in the first no. place. So we would have caused it. It's the it killing. Regardless. It's the killing baby Hitler paradox. Like you yeah. can't, yeah. you can't do it as much as you want to. You can't. Yeah. Nope. Uh, but yeah, after we defeat Magus, uh, a portal opens up and sucks us into it. And then as mm-hmm. we awaken, we are in sixty-five million BC with Isla, and that is the end. That is the end yep. of the section. A little cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Don't know what happened to Magus. Don't know what the outcome of the whole Lavo situation is going to be now that ultimately we're coming to terms with realizing that, oh, we're the ones that created the end of the world. Cool, Don't know how fine. we ended up 65 million years in the past through a random wormhole that we didn't the open. T- the, the, the time space is, is shattered. The, gate, it's the gate key is actually... Um, it's actually a living being and was Mm -hmm. like oh shit they're gonna die let me take them to that fucking thick cave woman who hasn't brushed her teeth in 65 million years yeah i haven't i haven't looked at any like spoilers but in going through and looking at what sections we're doing and everything there is one called the time egg which i'm curious okay we go to 65 million BC. A Tyrannosaur shits out an egg, and we use that egg to time travel, and that's the first instance mm-hmm. of yeah. time travel. We lose that's Lavos. Time and then <laughs> that's that's Lavos. Yeah. yeah, that's Lavos. <laughs> we try to kill Lavos as a child, and, but it's just a dinosaur egg, and we can't do yeah. it. And we just can't do it, and the, the world crashes. Um, okay, guys. Jesus Christ. Let me know, Kai. Let me know how you feel about this section. And we're kind of at the halfway point, so kind of summarize how you, how you feeling Is about this. Is this only game. halfway? This is only halfway. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. This is a little more than half. We have crazy. eleven episodes, and we're on six. Okay. Uh, yes. <sighs> I did. I made this joke earlier, but I'm gonna reiterate it. I truly think people in the '90s didn't have enough going on. Like they, they, the world was a good place. It was sunny. Bill Clinton was getting fucking sucked off by Monica Lewinsky under his desk. Like it was a different time. It was, it was different, different vibes time, for sure uh and people were like man there's not enough challenge in life i need to feel sad about something and they made games like this but we live in a pandemic world in which <laughs> literally capitalism is rotting every institution that is good in this in this small insignificant marble floating in space and like the last thing i want to do is just play a nonsensical time travel game in which is just hard to be hard for no other reason than just being like yep this is this is what we're doing. We're just make, like this section had four back to back boss battles for no fucking reason. Uh, like they weren't henchmen. There was no reason. They were just like, how about another boss? How about another boss? How about another you boss? Get a boss and, and you get a boss. It's like no. How about how about no? How about this some story? How about Mario some plot? RPG all over again. <laughs> yeah, and then like the whole like it's just it's so unsatisfying to get like okay, you make the mass mune. You're like hell yeah, I made this ultimate weapon. It's great. Frog is wielding it. He's a badass. Cuts a mountain in fucking half to reveal mountain pussy. You go in that <laughs> bitch, and the sword does nothing. It's mm. just a sword. It it's lowers just a normal... defense. I... Okay. Sure, lowers defense. Kill levels, though. Like, if you can cut yeah. a mountain in half, yeah. like... I'm telling you, underestimating the power of mountains. Mountains, mountains be weak. 
I just it's just staggering to me. Also, Frog is the most like boring character. Like the whole Glenn shit and he got turned into a frog and he's so mopey all the time and he's not like we did everything for him. Like he's so passive. We, we fucking teed him up. He could have been he could have been fucking out there trying to put the Masamune together to get revenge. That would have been more interesting than him just moping around the fucking forest grovel that he lives in and just being like oh i mean he I'm... didn't even go and visit the two kids did he no, no. he's literally just like just i'm sad. i'm a failure i'm just gonna mope and then we're like hey we gotta fuck up the timeline because we think we're so special that we need to go do something about it and he's like well if get in bitches if you, causing the end of the world if you fix my sword and my personality i might consider it and then like we literally do that shit and that that's the game uh, so yes, I'm not, I'm not, also the fact that this is fucking halfway through is like, wh where are we going from here? Not, not only episode wise, a... but almost like, cause last, last my save, we were at like 11 hours or so, which I think the game's in the twenties. So we're like at the mm -hmm. halfway point. Oh my Cut God, guys. Two episodes where Wait, Kai hold was on. like, I get it. I get it. Now. Yeah. I understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm lost again, but I will say this. They... They they did do something special here. They actually invented time travel. Like it's kind of crazy because like we've played eleven hours, but it feels like a fucking eternity. And like <laughs> that's just that's miraculous. Time moves slower. Yeah, void. they've really they created a void in which they're really time making you feel the experience. You know? This is what time exactly. travel does to you. It wears on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how I feel. <laughs> Someone else talk about it. Okay, Ben, G give me give me some of your feelings about the section. Uh, so in terms of this section particularly, um, I don't like the boss rush. I'm not a fan of boss rushes. Uh, the Aussie Finn was funny, I guess, but weird and kind of just yeah. boring and time consuming. Uh, I did get some nice levels out of it, I guess. The Magus fight, I thought was fucking brilliant. The whole, mm. like I said, that whole idea of you're just a hero with one element. You need to get your team. You need to have a strategy of when you're healing. The Magus fight, brilliant. I feel like the more I play, the more the story of this game is just falling apart for me. <laughs> um, and it's like, oh, okay, we're in 65 million BC now. Cool. I'm just going to time travel back to 1000 AD and go and fight Magus again? Like... What was to stop me just going back to where I was and just rinse repeating what I've done, or stopping and, what you've done? You're like, oh shit, no, that didn't work out. Let's not fight Magus this you time. Know? Like, it's just, and like like Kai said, I think this is my problem with time travel stuff is there are so many branches that come off of every single division when you like when you have the ability to time travel, every single decision creates like three or four branches where you just look and go. Yeah, but why didn't you do that or why have you done that and then something doesn't work and you go back and you change it and it's just yeah the whole story's falling apart the gameplay of the game is fine it's standard jrpg stuff it's a little bit grindy it's a little bit this it's a little bit that it's fine um but i'm a, I'm a plot boy and i don't like time I'm travel and this game is is not doing it for me i'm sorry y'all but not, I'm not yet sorry. That's all I gotta say. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all she wrote. Um, yeah, I think I reflect some of the things that you guys were saying here. 
in terms of this section and the boss fights, you know, I'm never a huge fan of like the, the boss rush kind of thing, especially in this situation, even though some of them were kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm very torn of, of Ozzy being like fun. Cause he's like the comic relief boss. And, and then Ozzy being just like a pain in the ass and a hurdle that I have to go through to get to Magus. And just like, but it's also like, how is Ozzy above slash and flee when he's so much more useless than the pair of them? It, and, uh, it just reminds me of like the typical like anime boss where he's very full of himself. He's like, I have no one's beaded my impenetrable defense and all the minions are like, Oh my God, he's using that move and then we like kill him in one hit and it's like that's it feels very anime tropey and i'm i'm, I'm torn on the line of liking it and thinking other fuckers been so watching way too much one piece it does remind me i know again i'm talking about persona it does remind me of persona 5 there's a boss where you basically beat all of his minions and then when it comes to him you defeat him in one hit he has like yeah. two health and it's all of his minions are his like and, and and part of that could work and it can't if you've if you've established your characters good enough and well enough and you're like oh here's this guy who looks like he's supposed to be a big bad boss and then your character beats down in one hit and you're like oh man my character he's progressing but with, with chrono specifically chronos had no character development in yeah. this game necessarily at all so it's like chrono barely has any character magus fight even though one of the hardest fights that we've done this i really loved it I love the mechanic of it. I was like Ben was saying, it's pretty straightforward. Once you understand the gimmick, it's not that it's difficult per se. It's just understanding the bells and whistles of the fight. And if you mm. can traverse those in a way that doesn't get you killed and you can heal and you can do your damage and you're in your little cycle, I think it's fun. I had I enjoyed my time with Magus, even grinding. I'm a, I'm a grind boy. Put on some music, slap that speed up on, and we'll just grind for hours. I'm here for that. I'm fine with it. Um, all of you at home with your Jared Bingo, you can mark off basic bitch again under, underneath one of those. <laughs> that's the free one in the middle. That's, yeah, everybody that's your free, gets that. <laughs> that's your free in the middle. Not that I think that it's justified, but when Bootstrap Paradox, Paradox stuff comes up, I'm like, oh shit, they, ca they caused it. They caused the thing by stopping, by stopping Magus and he was supposed to summon Lavos. And I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. Um, but I, I can Paradox connect. Just give me a headache. <laughs> I can understand that that doesn't mean it's a good story necessarily. Time travel doesn't make any sense. There's lots of questions of why <laughs> certain things are happening. Why don't we just go back? I get it. I understand that. I'm just saying that was my initial reaction. I'm just like, oh, question. Are you one of these people that likes that you were the villain all along plot twist? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we played so many sense. games where I'm like, <laughs> I can attest to this because I played so many games. I'm like, oh, what if this character ends up being the bad guy? And you're like literally, sure. literally that's, that's every, every game we play he's like he's like a so, nice character he's like i bet that's the villain i'm like why <laughs> they're just, just nice them. their entire personality is just <laughs> being just nice they're like nah he's evil um oh yeah so where i can understand the shortcomings of this quote-unquote plot twist that has now happened uh part of me was like eh, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool that we were the ones and i'm curious of how like you said I, we're at the halfway i guess the fuck's gonna happen now it seemed like the Magus building up to that and stopping him was like, yeah, well, that's the climax. We got to stop him from summoning Lavos. And now Lavos is already here. So it's like, what are we? It did feel very endgame-ish. What, what are we doing now? Um, but I'm interested. I'm interested to see kind of where it goes after this. Clearly, we have a lot of story and a lot of gameplay that's left. I 
it would be cool to see new vistas i have a feeling we're going to kind of start cycling through the ones that we've already just traveled through i mean popping up back in 65 million bc just made me feel like and if i'm in my memory looking at the, the time gate or the end of time rather and seeing that area where the, all the time portals it seems pretty full like all of the gates that we've opened have been opened but I could be wrong could be absolutely wrong we could meet new party members we can have new vistas and if those things pop up that's i feel cool. i feel but like we're gonna get like one more time pool in 65 million and one time pool in the future the 2300, 2300. and i think that's it because we've got like two time portals for 600 two for a thousand like but those time portals it. are still like the time itself they're just different locations within that time so it's yes, still kind of yeah, the same yeah. in the same area um yeah that's how i feel about chrono trigger it's been fine so far. Not, like, been talked about gameplay. I like RPGs. I like the grind. I've I've been wanting a game like this RPG style for a while. That's not incredibly long. And even though it may seem like we've been doing this for an eternity, I know Chrono Trigger is much shorter than a lot of normal JRPGs. Mm. Um, but that's all the Chrono Trigger for this episode. And now we're going to get into the section that probably all of us forgot about. It's the recommended section where we recommend you guys stuff that we think is interesting. Kai, play mm-hmm. the tune. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. I forgot what we're doing this week. No, no, this week, I didn't ben prepare. Yeah. Had recommended that we are here. The theme was documentaries slash docu series and recommend some yes. of those. Oh, hell yeah. And okay. I can do that one off the top of my head. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I'll just do maybe one or two here. Um, shocker. They're video game related slash pop culture related uh the toys that made us is a really cool documentary focusing on kind of the big popular toys of like 80s into 90s and going into that they focus on like transformers and lego and hello kitty and like the kind of very big conglomerate like the very big brands that we know today of toys and kind of seeing where they started and the process of them going through like like uh like star wars and everything um, it's really cool to see the history of some of these like really popular toys. And if you're interested in, in toys at all or toys of the 90s, it has three seasons. I think there's at least a couple episodes per season. And each episode focuses primarily on a specific toy brand. So um, it's really cool. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. I watched all of it, which doesn't happen very often. Um, yeah, that's a good one to do. Uh, I had a second one, but I have clicked out of the tab where it was, and I don't remember. So that's going to be the one that I recommend for you guys this week. Watch The Toys That Made Us. It's on Netflix. Three seasons. There you go. That's my recommendation. Nice and short. Short okay. and sweet. Oh, God, I'm glad, because I have six, and I don't know if I need to Holy whittle shit. it down. Okay. Whittle. Try to whittle it whittle down. Quickly. Whittle, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to whittle. Uh, do I go now? Yeah, yeah go on. Uh, okay i've mentioned two of these before um docuseries and documentaries uh well i am a personal fan of the uh, masterpiece series on artists uh which is published by pbs here in the united states and i believe it's also published by the bbc uh in some capacity uh in in other places um great i love art history i love art I have seen most of their uh, masterworks, masterpiece series on artists. They're very entertaining. Um, also, I don't know what these are called, but I grew up loving, loving conspiracy theory documentaries on like 
Hitler's magic spaceship and like <laughs> yeah. uh, the Bermuda Triangle, which played on like yeah. history in Saturday mornings. It's literally mm-hmm. like one of the things that made me go to film school were those documentaries. Uh, so I don't know what I, I don't know what those are called. I don't even know if they make them anymore because I don't pay to have cable. Yeah, like TV. the like natural history yeah channel stuff yeah they, like they, ancient still alien they, they run them on TV and like on the history channel there's a bunch on the disney plus yeah they're great if you ever are tired of the reality of the world and how shitty things really are you can go see how make-believe shitty things might have been uh and learn did amelia Earhart get eaten by a giant squid no but that won't stop us from making an hour-long docuseries <laughs> on the fact that it might have happened with zero evidence i feel like there's so, so many docuseries on like how the pyramids were like created by aliens it's, it's and, great and so yeah and so it, much out just, there. or like there's just like you know those big like fucking scars in the desert that look like things and people are just like mm-hmm. it must be it has to be aliens and then they get like scientists who are like experts and they're like yeah a lot of people think that like you know people did this but nope it's aliens because i i have a science degree and it's aliens. that's way more exciting though if normal people like, did wow. it, then that's boring that's fun I guess. Okay. I've whittled down to four because two of them I'd spoken about already. So I'm going to run wow. through them really, really quick. Really, right, really quick. Yes. All right. uh, they're all on Netflix because I'm a basic bitch when it comes to stuff like this. Is that your Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy center? Rich. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich is a docuseries about Jeffrey Epstein. Super important to learn mm-hmm. about the influence people can have and the power that people hold. Uh, Turning Point, 9-11 and the War on Terror is a fucking great documentary about how events prior and post 9-11 influenced everything that happened in the war on terror and the U.S.'s involvement yeah. in the Afghan war and mm-hmm. Saddam Hussein's reign and all of that stuff. Gotta get that oil. You mean the, the fact that we went to the wrong country and it instilled a puppet dictator in the Middle yeah, East? Exactly. To... Did he move mm-hmm. right and then country? left yeah. a bunch of weapons there when you left yeah. and trained a bunch Hell of people. Yeah. Yeah. We're great. Uh, Four Hours at the Capitol is a great documentary about the insurrection attempt on the Capitol on January 6th. Looks at uh, people who were there, Proud Boy members and everything, and catalogs everything that happened and how Trump influenced everyone to go and do this thing. And then the last one is Trainwreck Woodstock 99, which is fucking brilliant. It's about the Woodstock 99 festival. If you don't know, uh, it was an absolute shit show massive riots fires everywhere it was the um, literal fire festival of the 1990s yeah. but train wreck 99 um they have a bunch of people who orchestrated the event and organized it and they're all talking about their testimony and they talk to bands that performed absolutely brilliant ben really proving that uh europeans well previous europeans unfortunately for ben's case uh really do know more about american politics and uh what's oh, going I, on I, in this country i knew then, uh, I, you guys know more Americans. about our country than we do yeah <laughs> it's really sad i'm always i'm always blown away because as someone who pays attention here it's always sad to be like oh other people see it which is worse mm. because that means they see it and they're like okay. glad i'm not there <laughs> in, in in counter then Go and also watch the Jimmy Savile British Horror Story documentary. Oh, fucking Jimmy Savile. Which, I, I will say this now, these are all heavy, but the Jimmy Savile one is fucking heavy and basically looks at a man who was a British TV icon and was essentially loved as the best person in Britain and how it came out after his death that he had 
uh, assaulted over 400 children across 30 oh, years. That's, My that's man literally right. built a hospital for fucking paraplegic or like coma youth and then raped mm -hmm. them. That's he, he, awful. Oh, he trigger warning. Rape. <laughs> he raised and invested 10 million pounds to refurb a spinal unit in a oh, hospital. That's what it was, yeah. Just yeah. so that he could then abuse those spinal injury patients that were in the hospital. That's it's wild. A fucking rough watch, but again, same as the Epstein thing, is really interesting. Really important because it's good to know how people's influence can lead to like the power they have over other people. Yeah. How people yeah. just turn a blind eye because of somebody's power and influence in the world. Yeah, didn't his brother know? Didn't he like? Isn't that who leaked it after it's, he died? It's it's highly uh, believed that people know, but he was also best friends with the four top people in the Leeds Police Department, which is the police department that would have investigated him for the multiple accusations that came forward. But because uh, it was his friend, because it was their friend, they swept it under the rug. Jesus. Okay. Um, on our Discord, we have some of you guys that also gave us documentary and docu-series. Um, Neil from MP MK PodQuest said that we should check out, there's one on about Midway Games called Insert Coin that covers like 80s and 90s arcade. Um, I have seen that one. It's really good. That was one of the ones I was trying to bring up and I forgot about. Is, Insert coin is that is really the one that good. was on YouTube or is that a different one? I, I thought it was on Netflix. No, the one was about spray YouTube. painting or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, here's another art. one. Yeah, Style Wars. In, yeah, yeah. He said it's an 80s PBS documentary about New York graffiti scene called Style Wars, which that sounds super cool. Graf graffiti in that time was interesting. Um, Dave Jackson from Tales from the Backlog said ESPN 30 is a good one that you should check out um let's see who else troidal power from the troidal power presents troidal power playthrough podcast i think it's what it's called <laughs> uh he said finding drago which is a documentary about two australian comedians trying to track down the author of an incredibly rare but mysteriously highly praised novel about the antagonist of rocky four which is so specific <laughs> very specific documentary but now i'm very really, interested really in is. this documentary um yeah if you guys want to leave suggestions to our recommended sections that we do go follow our discord join it fun conversations and we do stuff like this we read out your responses here on the podcast and sometimes on rare nights in pst time and rare mornings uk time you can find me and jared playing through pokemon in our discord <laughs> yeah, yeah we've been playing through pokemon if you guys want to come and watch us play through pokemon radical red we've been doing that it's been a lot of fun we yeah. actually played a little chrono the other day too if anybody was in that we were playing chrono trigger yeah i came off of playing league of legends at 3 a.m and i was like oh jared and kaya streaming in the discord and what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> go to sleep Okay, uh, I, you are uh, you are thrusted into deciding the theme for next week. So, what are we doing? We are <laughs> going to, off the dome. To, to, no, I planned this. Can't you tell? Uh, favorite teas. We're gonna be talking about teas, baby. Not coffee. Okay. None of those other hot beverages. Um, but we have an English person on this podcast, which means we're qualified to talk about this. Uh, and so we're going to be talking about our favorite, don't worry, don't worry. favorite teas. Bring those okay. tea recommendations. You can do brew method as well. Um, oh, are we doing, are we doing like loose tune tea? in next week, y'all, because I'm going to teach you how to fucking 
brew we're gonna have like an English cup of tea. Maybe so I long there's gonna be an episode of Ben Tennant's cup of tea. What's that fucking masterclass or whatever? I'm gonna get a nice mm-hmm. chair, put it behind a fireplace, be like, right, okay. You put yeah, the tea bag in the bag after in, the water, right, Ben? Do you take the bag? Jared, that is blasphemy, bro. Do you pour water on top of the tea bag? That's why I said that. Who's to say? Okay. We will get out of here, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode, as always. In the next section, we'll find out the mystery of what happened. What happened to us, the timeline, Magus, Lavos, all of that, and probably... Are we secretly Magus' parents? Who who knows at this point? Are we Lavos? Proto is Lavos. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being at the end of the episode. We will see you next time with some more Chrono Trigger. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.